Welcome back to the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I speak with a woman named Deborah about fatigue eating. Now, Deborah reached out to me via DM on Instagram and asked if I had an episode like this. I did not. And so I invited her on to kind of hash it out. This is a format I used to do a lot when I first started the podcast, and I would love to do some more episodes like this. It's a great way for you to get some one-on-one coaching like I do with my clients. So if you are interested in coming on the podcast and having me help you through an issue you are having with your nutrition or your fitness or your weight loss, shoot me a DM and let me know what your question is, and we'll see about getting some of you on here. All right, let's listen in now as Deborah and I talk through what to do if you find yourself in the snack cupboard just because you're tired. Deborah, welcome to the Fitness Simplified podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Thanks. I'm definitely excited to be here. So, look, why don't we start here? Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody a little bit about you, where you're calling from, your family life, just a little bit about you. Sure. Um, so my name is Deborah, and I live in Dallas, Texas, born and raised Texas. Um, I have been an athlete most of my life, but I've also been overweight most of my life. Um, I have a wonderful husband, and I have two kids. My oldest is four years old, and my youngest is two years old. Wow. Four and two. Yes. It's a busy time of life. Oh my goodness. It sure is. Boy, girl, both? Uh, Both. Yeah. So the oldest is a boy and the youngest is a girl. Got it. So four and two, uh, that is a very physically demanding time of life. Yes, for sure. I think, I feel like it's demanding, like physically, emotionally, spiritually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All of it. Yes. All the ways, all the ways. And do you have family close by or are you guys kind of on your own? Uh, my husband, my husband's family lives um, in the Metroplex as well. And then my family is actually from Waco. So they're, you know, two-ish hours away. Okay. And do you stay home with the kiddos? Do you work? What do you do? A little of both. So um, I mostly stay at home with my kids. Um, they are old enough now that they do go to like a Mother's Day Out program um, two or three days a week, just ten- depending on the week. And then I also work from home. So I am an online teacher. Um, I teach ESL to kiddos in China. Um, oh. And yeah, so for, for this past year, I was getting up um, at 4 or 5 a.m. Uh, Monday through Friday to teach. But after a year of that, that really took a toll on my health. And so um, the past month or two, I've been cutting back on that and just doing that one or two days a week. Got it. And that actually leads nicely into our topic here today. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) So Deborah and I know each other through Jordan Syed's uh, inner circle. And Deborah reached out to me and was just asking, she listens to my podcast and was asking if I had a podcast or knew if Jordan had a podcast about a certain subject. And that is why we are on this podcast today, because the answer was no, I didn't have one. And -hmm. I didn't think Jordan did either. So Deborah, tell us what was the subject you reached out to me about? Sure. So I, um, I struggle a lot with snacking. I'm sure like most moms struggle with that because there's just not a lot of time once you take care of, of your kiddos and get them to where they need to be and getting naps and all that stuff. There just doesn't seem to be a lot of time. And also, um, I'd been listening um, to your podcast, Kim, and um, I also follow Marcy on Instagram. And I've really been learning about mindful eating and um, 
trying to eat just when I'm hungry or at least being aware like when I open the pantry, what is going on? Why am I opening the pantry doors if I'm not hungry? And what I've realized over the past month or two is that a lot of times I'm not actually eating out of boredom or out of stress. A lot of times I'm eating because I am tired. And so I'm looking for some sort of, of boost of energy and I just automatically start looking for chocolate or looking for some sort of like highly sugared processed carb of some sort. So that's why I reached out to you because um, I've, I've heard a lot about, um, you know, emotional eating and I'm sure I, I have a little bit of that too, but what I feel like the majority of my struggle with is that fatigue eating, fatigue snacking. Gotcha. Fatigue snacking. I bet a lot mm -hmm. of people are shaking their heads right now and being like, yes, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of tired people out there. Yeah. So let's start here. When you are snacking in that way, does it help in the moment? So let's say you're you're really tired and you're digging around in the pantry and you find some snacks. Mm -hmm. Does it work? I feel like for a very, very short time period, it works. Like for maybe like, you know, five, 10 minutes, I feel a little bit better and then it quickly drops off. And so I want another hit. Got it. Got yep. it. So it's working in the immediate short term, but super, yes. super immediate. Very Got short it. term. Yeah. Got it. That's important to pick apart. So yeah. let's talk about this then. One of the most important things in a situation like this is to like get to like the root of the issue. So there's a couple of things we can talk about here today. We definitely should address like the fact that you're perpetually tired, right? <laughs> See what can be yeah. done about that. And then we can talk about addressing your nutrition as a whole and then addressing eating for reasons other than hunger. So let's start with the sleep itself. What sure. is your sleep? It sounds like you've made some changes in the past month that sound yeah. like they're heading in the right direction. Because what, sure. what time did you say you were getting up? Four? I, I used to get up at four or five in the morning and then teach for like two or three hours straight and then try to be a stay-at-home mom to my kids. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing that like my temper was getting shorter and shorter. I was tired just all the time, never had energy and had really poor workouts. So my husband finally was just like, you need to cut back. <laughs> we need yeah. to make changes here. And how have you, how has it improved in the time since you've not been getting up at four every day. How many days of the week were you doing that? I was doing that five days a week. And now what are you doing and now? Um, and now maybe one day a week, um, okay. but I also was able to switch it to where um, I'm mostly just teaching like on Friday evenings, Got which it. is a lot more doable. Yeah. Got it. So how yeah. much sleep are you getting currently? Do you know how many hours of sleep you're yes. averaging a night? Yeah. So I track it on a fitness device actually, because I've, I've been curious about it. Um, and so now for about the past month or so, I've been getting between seven and eight hours, which okay. is awesome. So I feel way better in the mornings. Good. That's fantastic. And yeah. are you still feeling as tired? Do you feel like you're still at such a lack of sleep going for so long? Uh, sleep um, deprived? Yeah. I mean, I can tell that my body is still recovering or at least I, I think that's what's happening is that it's still recovering because I do still feel like I, I need even more sleep than what I'm getting. Like if I could nap in the middle of the day, I totally would <laughs> because yeah. I'm still fatigued. Um, but it, it is a lot better. But I also just feel like I, I got into the habit, um, like in this past year of doing that for a whole year, getting up Monday through Friday, so early in the morning, I just feel like now I have kind of a, a more ingrained habit of just turning to the pantry whenever I'm tired in the middle of the day. Got it. Gotcha. That makes perfect sense. So what are your sleep habits like when you go to bed at night? Do you have a sleep routine? What's your, what's your nighttime routine like? 
Um, I've, I've only just in the past couple of weeks actually started making that um, one of my goals. I know Jordan had was posting about making goals for the day, like action goals. And yes. so I've only recently started doing that. And so one of them is to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Um, I'm a big bookworm. And so I have to be in bed by 10 o'clock, even if I'm still reading. And then I try to, to turn off the lamp and put my book down by by 11, if not sooner. Great. So. And how successful are you at putting the book down? <laughs> it depends on the book, but most of the time, I I'm, know. I'm, right? <laughs> most of the time, I'm pretty good about that. Um, so yeah, I, I usually fall asleep between ten and eleven, and then I have an alarm that goes off at seven o'clock, so I can get up and have a cup of coffee before my kids get up. Okay, great. I will say, it sounds like the actual sleep habits itself. It sounds like you're getting a real handle on that. That you have mm -hmm. a schedule now that's going to allow you seven to eight hours of sleep. Yes. And you're not staying up, you know, playing on your screens late at night. Most, most of things, the time I don't. Yeah. Most of the time you don't. Yeah. I think, um, look, I'm a person who also loves to read. And I know that 10 can bleed into 11, can be bleed into 12 if the book is good yeah. enough, right? So <laughs> totally. that little piece of discipline can help. But it sounds like you've got some good habits in place there that you're going to be working on. So that's fantastic. Let's talk about your actual nutrition. Mm. What is, what's a typical day's worth of food like for you? Like, talk me through. What does that look like for you? Um, to be honest, right now it it is a mess. Um, okay. We've had a just a really a really stressful January. Um, just a lot of a lot of different events, and then just some um, we're having some, kind of just some struggles with with my oldest kiddo. He's got some learning disabilities, and so we're kind of back to the drawing board with him, and mm -hmm. that's been really stressful. So honestly, that has super impacted my nutrition. So like like this morning, I had you know, a cup of coffee and then a protein bar for breakfast. And then I was out the door getting my kids um, to their Mother's Day Out program. So um, lunch is sometimes better. Usually I'll try to do like a big salad or chicken or something like that. But honestly, like the past week or so, um, it's been like some protein chips or like whatever I can grab. And I know, that is, I know that is not a good choice for me. Like I really need something filling and nutritious. Um, and then dinner, I'm usually pretty conscientious about making sure that my family and I both have something pretty healthy, some sort of protein and vegetable and, and a decently healthy carb. So, so when is the typical time that you find yourself in the pantry doing the fatigue snacking? When is what time of day is that? Whenever when my kids go down for their afternoon nap. So that's like right. one one thirty to like three thirty. That two hour window. Got that's it. when I feel the most tired, and that's when I I definitely turn to the pantry the most. Got it. And if most days are similar to today, it sounds like you actually haven't had much to eat at this point already. It's maybe yeah. a protein shake and some coffee and maybe a handful of protein chips or something. That's what you it. Said, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So correct. how do you feel about the idea of actually fueling yourself a little bit better breakfast and lunch so that come three o'clock, you actually have some energy in your body? I think it is a great idea. And I've actually been considering trying to, to focus more on the three meals, two snacks kind of idea. Um, but I'm also, I'm also fearful about that because I'm fearful about, okay, well, what if, you know, I'm doing the three meals, two snacks, but what if I'm tired and I, and I, you know, get too many snacks from the pantry again, and I'm going to blow my calorie budget out the, out the wazoo. So what are you doing right now? Are you tracking calories? I am. Yeah. I'm tracking calories. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to lose a little bit more weight. So I, um, uh, so, yeah, so my, my background on that is that I'm 
so two years ago, I had my daughter, um, about a year postpartum, I was still at like 180, 185 pounds. Um, I've lost 20 pounds in this past year um, by just being consistent with calorie deficit, following Jordan, following you and Marcy, and just kind of getting, just re really feeling more inspired and empowered by you guys. Um, and so right now I'm trying to kind of lose the last 10 pounds. And so I've been doing a very modest calorie deficit, but mm -hmm. I've not been sticking to it hundred percent. Like I said, this past January has been stressful and I, I really feel like I'm just now starting to get all my crap together. <laughs> Got it. Totally. You know, yeah. I think either choice could be totally fine as far as, are you going to track calories or are you going to, are you going to switch to the three meals, two snacks, I think either could be a good fit for you. It might not be the best idea right now to switch to something totally different. Since mm -hmm. you're familiar with calorie counting, maybe while making this change to actually trying to fuel yourself a little bit more, you yeah. might feel more comfortable just sticking with calorie counting and yeah. saying like, all right, I'm going to actually have a breakfast and I'm going to actually have a lunch mm -hmm. and make that fit into my calories. You might feel more comfortable and confident in the fact that you're still hitting your calorie deficit. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, I think that's that would be great. I think kind of doing a marriage of the two, counting calories, but still really making an effort to have three real meals would be would be really helpful. Yeah. And when it comes down to fat loss, the number of meals we have in a day, it doesn't matter. Like scientifically, this has been shown a person can eat two meals, a person can eat six meals. It doesn't matter for fat loss as long as you're in a deficit. Where it matters is what helps an individual person to stick to their nutrition plan, right? So yes. if you're trying to stick to your deficit and you're not eating much during the day and then you're snacking a whole bunch later, you're not yeah. in your deficit anyway. So for yes. you getting a good solid, I'm going to actually have a meal at lunch and a meal at breakfast, or you might fiddle around with it and figure out like, Hey, you know what? I actually like just having a big lunch. The mm -hmm. number of meals doesn't matter. What's going to happen is uh, what's going to matter is you getting some food in your body so that you're not in the cupboard later. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes, it does. And I, I think I've been trying to kind of skip over breakfast a little bit so that I have more calories to spend like on lunch um, and on dinner. But I think what that has meant is like you said, like by, by the time lunchtime and nap time rolls around for my kids, I am so fatigued that I just want to snack for the next couple hours and, and in danger of going over my calorie budget. And maybe it feels a little bit easier just to like grab handfuls of things rather than prep a meal and sit down. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Cause you're a busy mom with little kids and you're just like, mm -hmm. if I just get a handful of this right now, I can keep going. That's right. So, That's exactly right. Yeah. And it might just me be making a dedicated habit of I will eat meals, whether you decide that's going to be a breakfast and a lunch or whether it's just going to be one meal. Like if you want to if you're a person who's like, okay, I don't really want to eat breakfast. I'm not hungry. I'm going to sit down at noon and have my big meal. I think either could work, but I would say picking a strategy and going with it for like three weeks and seeing what works. And then you could switch it up at that time. How does yeah. that sound to you? That sounds great. I, th I think I might also need to make like a concentrated effort to like not have that many yummy snacks around for that period of time though, for those three or four weeks it takes for me to adjust because it is so tempting to just be like, all right, let me grab some chips or let me grab a protein bar and that'll be enough until dinner time. I think that's brilliant. I think it absolutely is setting up your environment for success. Look, and it doesn't mean you can't eat any of those yummy things you like. It just means for right now, you're not going to keep them close at hand, right? Yes. And 
if you want one of those yummy snacks one day, you can plan it in your calories and go out to the store and buy a single serve pack of it, right? And fit yes. it in. Exactly. That's why I'm not going to buy them in bulk anymore. Yeah. And it's a really, it's a really smart idea, Deborah. I love it because how easy is it when you're just feeling a little bit tired to open that pantry door, but are you really going to get in the car and drive to the wall? Well, you don't have a wall. That's my local guy. (laughs) I don't don't know what yours is. That's a weird sounding name. I know you're not just going to drive out to the the local convenience store when you're Uh tired to get yourself a snack, right? The chances of you doing that are pretty low, right? You're going to, you're going to put kids in car seats to do that. (laughs) Exactly. It'll be a whole, (laughs) that's probably not happening. So I love that idea. So get your environment cleaned up a little bit. Don't stock the things that you typically find yourself snacking on. Give yourself actual meals earlier in the day. And what might that mean for you in terms of um, meal planning or prepping? How do you do with that? Well, I, I haven't been doing that much. And I know that is a big part of it is that really I need, I need some stuff already made that I can grab easily. So that's one thing I did yesterday was I was just like, okay, tomorrow I'm, I'm going to get back on track. And so I went ahead and cooked a bunch of chicken breast with some Rotel in it and shredded it all up and portioned it out so that today for lunch, I know I can just throw that on top of some, some salad and I can, and that's my, that's my lunch today. That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. Way to go. Thanks. That's amazing. That's <laughs> First time yeah. I've done that all month. So Yeah. And what about breakfast? What do you have in mind that what could be a really good fit for something you're not spending a ton of time if you need to get your kids out the door to their their what did you call it? A mom's day out program. What do yeah. you need to what could you have on hand so that you're like, all right, I can actually eat a meal here? Um, I do have some, um, some bagels that are like whole wheat and they're, they're a little bit higher in protein as well. So I know that I could toast one of those. I could cook an egg, it takes a minute or two to cook an egg. So I could totally have a, you know, an egg bagel as a, as a quick breakfast, or again, like I think a protein bar is okay. I know it's not a lot of bulk, um, but it is a, a good, a good hit of protein and a little bit of calories until I can sit down for lunch. Yeah. And maybe even the protein bar and a piece of fruit, um, mm-hmm. you know, something, so you have a little bit more volume uh, yeah. with your meal. And I like the idea that you're thinking about getting some protein in there. I think that's fantastic. Um, protein really helps. In getting some carbs in there, I know a lot of women try almost unconsciously to go super low carb, right? Mm-hmm. And when we do that, you know, carbs is like our body's preferred energy source. So being careful not to go like no carb, right? And especially mm-hmm. for somebody like you who you're crashing late in the day, in the afternoon yep. there, having no carbs in your body might send you for that quick rush of like sugar in the pantry. So getting some complex carbs in with your breakfast and in with yes. your lunch can really help. Well, I've been wanting to try your overnight oat recipe and also like your baked oatmeal recipe. So maybe I'll give it a little. Yeah. And if you like those, you know, the good thing about both of those is they can be prepped ahead of time. And it's literally a filling meal, has some complex carbs, has protein, and it's fast. Like in the moment, it's fast. Takes about 20 minutes to prep those things ahead, but then it's done for, you know, a good handful of days. I do like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe I should need to commit time like on Sunday nights as to prepping some of that shredded chicken, prepping overnight oats or baked oatmeal and just having that. I think that's a great idea. So having a little and it doesn't have to be massive. Like you don't have to be one of these like women on Instagram who's got 49 different jars of uh, matching cute yes. meals. Right. I can, I'm I always that. so impressed by those women. <laughs> me too. But that's not me. And it's never happening. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> And the good thing is it doesn't have to happen. Like you could literally do like 
some a couple of jars of overnight oats, a baked oatmeal, some shredded chicken, and boom, like you are now set up for success. And it's not that much time. Um, yeah. I think that's a really great idea. So having some food prepped, going into the day planning, I will eat at least one meal, maybe two good meals, and having your house set up without that stuff in it, all of that right there, that's massive. That's that's massively good. The last piece I really think we should talk about is what about those moments when you really are feeling tired and your go-to reaction is chocolate snack, right? Let's talk that through because you know you brought up the idea of emotional eating. It's really the same type of thing. If mm-hmm. hunger is not the problem, food is not the solution. And we think it is. We, we, all, we always think it is, right? Whether we're sad or whether we're bored or whether we're tired, we it's an easy thing to go for. And in the end, it doesn't usually solve the problem. Now for you, it's solving it in super short term, like five minutes, but then you're back there. And in the end, it's screwing up your, your weight loss goal. So it's not really helping. Yeah. So a really good thing to do then is figure out, all right, what will I do in that moment? So in that moment, like what if it still happens? Cause look, it's not going to like, you're not going to totally prevent it. You will probably still have those moments where your gut reaction is now I went to snack because I'm really tired. So something we can do here is brainstorm a bit with what can you do in those moments that actually helps with the problem. So yeah. off the top of your head, like, what do you have? Usually I make my clients give me three options for, and they have to be reasonable. And I always tell them, you cannot tell me take a bubble bath if you do not have time to be wet, yeah. right? Like you're yeah. a mom with two little kids. You're not running off to like get a glass of wine and lay in the tub, right? Correct. Yeah. And I can't go for a run or anything like that. It has to be something reasonable that you could do that would actually feel like it might help you with the fact that you're really tired at two or three in the afternoon. What do you have? have, So I want to count these as two, but you might count this as one. (laughs) Um, So one is make a cup of tea and two is make a cup of coffee. So I have done that and that has been helpful because it feels like it's a treat. I'm having something. It is giving me kind of a longer burst of energy, but it's not blowing up my calorie budget. Got it. I don't. Yeah. And so I think that's a great idea. So the coffee, caffeine, Mm -hmm. that's going to help. The mm-hmm. tea, is it caffeinated or is it more like relaxing? Like you get oh, to caffeinated. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm so a that, black tea kind of girl. So, it's definitely so caffeinated. you're like, you're getting, okay, that, yeah. that can work. That can work. Um, so let's count that. Let's count that as one. Okay. So we're, <laughs> we're going to caffeinated beverage. That's one possibility. Okay. Uh, what else do you have? Is there, is there the possibility while your kids are napping for you to actually take a rest of some sort? Oh yeah, for sure. I could do that. Yeah, I could I could go lay down on the sofa or lay down on my bed for a little bit. And does that feel like a reasonable thing to do or like, oof, that really messes up my day? I think it's a reasonable thing to do. I think yeah. I should do it more often. Yeah. Well, then I think putting that in your like little book of possibilities, I think mm-hmm. it should be there for sure. You know, because if you're tired, laying down and closing your eyes, even for 20 minutes can help, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly going to help as far as weight loss is concerned versus, you know, eating a chocolate here and a chocolate there. Mm-hmm. All right. So Very that's true. two things. Actually taking a bit of rest, having a caffeinated mm-hmm. beverage. Let's come up with one more thing you could do if you're feeling tired, snacky in the afternoon. I could chew some gum. <laughs> Will that actually help? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you know not it it. I will say it wouldn't necessarily help with the tired piece it would help with the snacky piece right yeah it would be something sweet 
Yes. I do think for a lot of us who are snackers, I've historically been a snacker that putting Mm -hmm. a piece of gum in our mouth when we're about to take a snack can really help because once Mm -hmm. we're chewing the gum, like we're not putting a chip in there too. So in that way it can help. It doesn't really help with the root of the problem, which is, Hey, you're feeling tired. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other thing we, so we have, we have like, I'm looking at it right now. We have a folded up treadmill that is underneath my, my uh, guest bed right now, but I could go ahead and pull that thing out and have it set up so that if I feel tired, I could, if I'm real feeling, really feeling motivated, I could hop on that and just get, get some steps in. Cause once I go for a walk, even if I'm tired, I usually feel more energized by the end of the walk. I love it. I love that. Okay. And you know what I really love is those are three very different strategies, right? Mm-hmm. We're going from like, you might literally just lay down and get some rest to have a caffeinated beverage to actually like get some energy going by moving. I think those yeah. are three really great strategies. Okay. Amazing. Well, I think we've addressed a lot of stuff here. So we're talking about the root cause, like actually cleaning up your sleep habits, which you're already on, addressing your nutrition, which I think is going to be really the the big kicker here. I agree. Just not fueling yourself properly earlier in the day. And I think getting a handle on that by having some food prepped, making the plan. And what if we give you a a goal of for the next three weeks, you're going to eat breakfast and lunch, you know, every day for the next three weeks. Does that sound doable? Yes. I mean, it sounds like a challenge for sure, but it sounds doable. And I, and I agree with you that I think that is the, the key for me is, is prepping beforehand and then actually sitting down and having those meals. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So get yourself out of calendar and let's have you writing off X's for the days you're giving yourself breakfast and lunch. How's that feel? Sounds great. We'll do it. Amazing. And then write those three strategies down um, okay. that we talked about so that you have them in your back pocket. So mm-hmm. that when you're feeling snacky, because it, it still will happen, that you have something else that like, okay, wait, I already know what I'm going to do. Here are my three yeah. choices. I'm going to pick one of those. I actually might write it down and actually tape it onto my pantry door. So that I way that. I see it every time I go open the pantry. I, that's fantastic. I love that, Deborah. You know what else I really love about you? You are a problem solver. You're a person looking for solutions. I can tell that as we're talking today that you're like, oh, and I tried this and I'm doing that. It's really good. It it goes a long way towards actually reaching your goals to be a person who looks for solutions rather than just like, here's my problem, right? You're like, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. here's something that could help. So thank you. I I am super confident in your ability to, to push past this. I think you're going to, I think you're going to do amazingly well. Thank you. And I think, I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned from, I think you and Marcy and Jordan and Susan, all of y'all, I love that um, you guys really push um, just getting back on track and just keep going, even if you have obstacles, just to get back on track. And that's been a huge encouragement. And I think it's one of the reasons why I, I, I keep trying to find different ways to overcome these things. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as far as the getting back on track, remember this calendar you're going to have and you're going to be putting mm-hmm. the X's on the days where you actually have breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. The main goal is going to be to have no two zero days in a row, right? So we're yes. going to see if you can get all X's. But if you can't, if you get a zero one day, what it means is, hey, tomorrow I'm getting my X, right? Doesn't mean yes. like, why well, screwed up now, right? Getting Correct. back on track is always yeah. the thing. It's always I don't have to start thing. all over again. I can just not. keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not starting back from day one again. That's so right. All right. And then check back in with me for sure. And let me know how it goes. Will do. Amazing. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Kim. All right. Talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for being here and listening in. 
to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all the kinds of ational. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much.